0: This is Jonah Gray, and you're listening to Post Studio Visit, a production of the Or Gallery Vancouver. Every episode, I bring you an interview with an artist, writer, or curator, recorded on location in the place where they work. Most of the time, that is. Today's episode is a bit different. This marks my first conversation with an artist recorded remotely over the internet. Rochelle Sawatsky graciously accepted my request for an interview from her home in Los Angeles. I've worked with Sawatsky in the past on Where Does It Hurt?, a group exhibition at Artspeak in 2014, and when she guest-edited the final issue of Pyramid Power, a magazine I used to co-publish. I'd been thinking about her again when I saw her work in The Fraud That Goes Under the Name of Love, the latest show at the SFU Audain Gallery, so I'm glad she was able to make time to connect again for this podcast. After studying at Emily Carr, Sawatsky earned an MFA from the University of Southern California. Her work has been featured in group exhibitions at Second Canons, Los Angeles and Gallery Mezzanine Vienna, among others, and recently staged a solo exhibition at China Art Objects, also in L.A. After a mercifully short bit of technical messing around, we connected over Skype and I asked Rochelle what she'd been working on recently.
1: Um, I just finished a show at China Art Objects, um the show is called Reincarnation Clash and um it's a show of uh some large paintings um mostly of like animals and this fiction that I wrote around um this idea that there was a plane crash and whoever died um all, we're all reincarnated into animals and then I imagine kind of these different paintings with uh, that some of them are animal portraits some of them are kind of like scenes that um, kind of relate metaphorically their reincarnation um, and I imagine them kind of almost as some of them rather than like having a consistent style but kind of like feeling like found older paintings um, maybe from uh early 20th century, mid 20th century or um, and then it also has um, the installation has all these ceramic small ceramic paintings that I've been working on for the past few years and there's kind of like the feeling of like a constellation of them so they're sort of, I had this idea that maybe the show would feel like airy, like you're flying on a plane itself or like you're in the space of, of kind of floating and Um, maybe like an outdoor space and you're kind of like running into these big windows of color that are kind of like different scenes that sort of somehow relate or somehow are more like illustrations of this story. And then the story is um, uh, takes the form of a poem um, and it was based on on a text I wrote about a year ago that um, was this Feeling, I wrote on. I wrote it on a plane, and kind of like imagining all the different people on the plane and their lives, or imagining like the self as something really permeable or or um, magical, kind of like with like no psychic boundaries or something.
0: That sounds somehow morbid too. That you're imagining everybody (laughs) on the plane dying.
1: That kind of, like, twist, I guess, of the narrative, I don't know, maybe it's, I think there's some, like, some amount of humor in it, and, like, this kind of, um, the idea that you're kind of trusting me, and I'm kind of taking you on this, on this plot twist. I guess that most part, at the same time, I was thinking about, um, Uh, I was influenced by this book, The Animal Lover's Book of Beastly Murder by Patricia Highsmith. And Mm -hmm. in the book, it's like a series of short stories and each short story is from the perspective of a different animal who um, commits some sort of murder. Um, So it's still still written in like a crime genre, like her writing, but it... um, uh, It... It kind of, she also has a sense of, like, the narrators really are the animals or have this experience of their bodilyness is, like, also in the text, which was really intriguing for me. So um, I was, yeah, also thinking about that text in the context of the show.
0: Have you worked that way before? I'm trying to think of other projects that, have, that have, you've done that have involved text and, and kind of somehow kind of an interplay between image and text.
1: Work. Yeah, I have. Like, I don't... I haven't... I, it is something that's a part of my process. Um, the, I guess, the earlier projects, sometimes the text, I, I've i been hesitant about making the whatever writing I wrote kind of publicly within the context of the show is I never really want a text to have an authoritative function. I really like it when the objects or paintings I make kind of have an uncomfortable relationship to language. So I guess I've it, it, never wanted to feel like a, uh, the text is like the authority on it. So it's kind of become something that I'm sort of using text and the visual work I make as like a compositional tool. So in I did a series of drawings, part of a show called Stone Gloves in L.A., at Harmony Murphy Gallery, where I had, it was like a series of, I think, 13 drawings, and each drawing had a title that then became the form of a poem. And then I've recomposed the, the grid of drawings to kind of re, rewrite the poem in different exhibition context, And then the the that the title of that show stone gloves that kind of played out in through like this animal imagery or imagery of like inside the body thinking about, um, physical, emotional, psychological boundaries and imagining that the, an emotional life inside, like, a uh, maybe like a absurdist
0: medical knowledge
1: of like a body. Um, and then I had that alongside these, um, somewhat more like large abstract paintings that were kind of like these watercolor photograms made with watercolor through chains that I would lay on canvas and pour layers of watercolor of them and they'd get kind of this print. So I guess there's some sort of interplay in like abstraction and narrative and, um, imagery that I've been kind of like weaving through different shows. And then, um, I had another show at, uh, where I was working with, um, some ceramics and paintings. And I wrote a poem, um, for the thinking about the poet HD and a specific book she wrote. Um, I'm forgetting the title right now, but, um, she wrote this book on, uh, the silly islands and which is like near the channel islands and the book kind of, she was actually, uh, um, Freud was her analyst. And so she's like written about him and she writes this own, her own book, which is kind of like her own version of psychoanalysis where she's talking about this like jellyfish experience that she had, these transformative experiences. But the book also is kind of talks a lot about like male and female artist archetypes and partnerships and relationships, Mm -hmm. which, um, I remember feeling like this odd disconnect because she actually wrote this book, um, after like uh, break up with her husband, and then she was living on this island with her lesbian lover, who would be the partner, a partner with her for the rest of her life. But she's writing about these like male-female relationships, and it's kind of positive terms. So I remember feeling like this odd disconnect and imagining the absence and abstraction as absence in in the absence of her identity as a queer person, like historically has been like really, um, isn't evident at all. And then I was really imagining also like the landscape and the abstraction of, of the Island, wherever they were. And so the, the, the show kind of had these ceramic pieces that made like this large, like horizon line kind of, that was, when I say horizon line, like loosely, it was a horizon line. Like a, it was like a a lateral line across several pieces, small, tiny ceramic pieces. But that the way the it's like a gallery in an apartment lobby, and so you would kind of more see them as larger if you were standing on the street, like and looking down into the lobby. So then there would be like some relationship to where you're standing of that line and like the line of the show. And then, so then there was a poem that I think eventually I put uh, on the website. But <laughs> um, other times before that, I haven't like published any of it because I I was like nervous or
0: something. But, so it's just uh, been something that's kind of been in the background.
1: And, yeah, and yeah. The- I also write like in other contexts, but in terms of kind of, I think this show in particular was interesting in that I wrote and made paintings at the same time and kind of was kind of weaving the two of them together or like finding really interesting crossover where I would be painting about painting like a bee coming out of the plane or something. And then realize there was like a line in the poem about, um, uh, human-sized insects and, like, brushy clouds. So there's really fun, like, crossover, I think, and that's been, like, a really generative way for me to think about, um, imagery and, um, yeah.
0: I'm curious, too, about, because I've seen some of the pictures, the documentation of that most recent show with Mm -hmm. the, with the, um, animal, um, some of the animal imagery i think there's one of a lion maybe in particular yeah. a lion-like animal yeah <laughs> um, and yeah i was kind of curious about that just just to hear you touch on it now too a little bit because i think in in my admittedly um you know partial uh, you know understanding of some of your recent work because i you know, I haven't seen all of your shows in the past little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, thinking like maybe just even like a few years ago that you had been working in a in kind of a more abstract mode. That I'm curious about where you see the animals, because it's interesting that you're bringing figuration into the into the works, and and in this case, it's even about people mm-hmm. like humans. But then you're then you're kind of like refiguring them as animals.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, um, I don't, I I feel like I don't, I never have like a total plan in like the trajectory of the kind of like pockets of like imagery or whether I'm working with subjection, I'm sorry, subjection, Um, image, imagery, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or abstraction. What
0: these are really about.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily have like a, a a focus, like a style, I guess in -hmm. in that way. But um, I think it was an interesting challenge for me to work with like something that's very like feels very pictorial almost to like an indulgently naively pictorial um
0: because of this because it's about it's connecting to a story or because
1: yeah i think that way and then i think also in the context of um other drawings where of my chalk pastel drawings are very much i feel like i'm kind of like Imagining um, like the center of it, being inside the drawing being inside the body or not having a sense of like the drawing as some sort of like far off pictorial portrait, but kind of like in in um, in the center of something and um so it was kind of a Intriguing challenge to wonder about, um, if I'm thinking about that, how would I imagine translating that feeling of being in, in whatever I'm describing <laughs> in, in pictorial terms? And I guess with animals, or like sometimes I've, been, I've worked with like animal or like alien imagery, or like, um, part of it is, um, I guess an interest in like early history, like time travel, um, or like I was looking at early South Asian paintings, which have a lot of animals in them or, um, Egyptian cat goddesses or, and, um, imagery people writing about, um, experiences they've had meeting ETs and drawing that. So definitely in like, in level of like that imagi- imaginary is very mm-hmm. kind of interesting for me rather than working with like photographic sources. Um, but I think that, and then the other piece of that I think is um, that animal bodies, it's like, I can kind of have um, make, make, different kinds of like portraits and emotional kind of intensities and expressions and scenes, but it's less of like, it's can be about like a a, around corporality, but less of like a gender discussion, I guess. And that that's kind of like come through with some of like the, the, um, stone gloves drawings I say stone gloves but I continue to kind of like make these chalk pastel drawings too and some of them are actually also screen printed on ceramics in the current show so that's kind of also exploring that as another form but I I guess I think that there's kind of like this maybe like a question I have around like how do you like be a body in the world or how do you embody um how do you be in a body person and some of the, sometimes I think I, I think about I kind of explore that just through like materials of like um I've made like prints of like um where I'm like laying paper on the ground and having like hay weigh it down and the weight of the hay kind of imprints upon it photographically or doing the same thing with chains. So it's kind of like this like process of a ton of like liquid to fix it on with watercolor, but it has this sense of, 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 um, also like the weight of the objects or like the physicality of that. And I think the working with imagery now has been kind of like, a. a Continuation of that, and also I realized the animal stuff too. That I've been writing for like, um, I'm involved with like a, I kind of ran like a feminist writing group in LA, and I've been, I publish so often about sometimes friends' work, but I keep I kept writing about animals all the time, and so then I I was like maybe I should like just. That's my, that's my dog coughing. Um
0: <laughs> Speaking of
1: animals. <laughs> um, I thought to just kind of, yeah, I think that came kind of came out of that, to kind of see what happens when I kind of had a more direct relationship with the writing and the art to kind of, like, um, push each other.
0: And so... That's interesting, too, that you should mention that about about some of the more abstract images being created and kind of like thinking about a kind of like a ma- material processes and about materiality of the image plane and of and of, I guess, the the media that you're using to create the those pictures or those mm-hmm. images or whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, is and. How, how does that work in these most recent ones is that because you know you're talking about the the um, kind of impulse to to have like a pictorial kind of or you're, I should say that differently that it's that you're working through these ideas connected to a story or connected to narrative and mm-hmm. are representational of animals and of different things um, mm-hmm. does that do you still then have a strong kind of material or how does the material? Influence that process of of representing those things.
1: Um, Does it still play a role in
0: it? I guess is what I mean. Like, how, how does that change?
1: I think it it plays a role in it in relation to like some of the other pieces in the show. Like the ceramic pieces are all made through a process of like. Dipping watercolor that kind of leaves these kind of, yeah, like horizon lines or these marks of the surface of the top of the water having like this little stronger bit of a pigment. And they're kind of like these like star shapes that are kind of like these collages that are being made from the shapes come from like paper collages I made. And, um, I guess maybe at the I'll just talk through this a little more. So the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the stars are kind of... I guess I really thought of them... I always think of them as, like, the centers of large abstract grid paintings or something.
0: The or stars are of, the ceramic pieces. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying stars, like, loosely. They're they're not really stars. Well, they're kind of star-shaped. Kind
0: of, and when you yeah. said constellation earlier, on, I was like, oh, interesting. They're kind of stars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But I, I, another kind of like iteration of them I had was I was there with the negative spaces of Marlo Moss's grid paintings. Hmm. Um, and it was kind of for like a poem I wrote that was performed at the Tate and St. Ives. And then I had some other pieces that, um, really, I just kind of like after doing that work in HD, I was really thinking about, um, I met these two artists who were working on this show that was going to be like on top of a current show at the Tate and St. Ives as part of their residency so it was this show of like projections and things on top of things
0: oh, oh, like an on top of show. an existing yeah. like a collection ex- exhibition yeah. then or yeah
1: wow. yeah so in kind of like conversation with them I sort of like learned of this painter named Marla Moss who um she was friends with Mondrian and if you look at her name, I look up her name online, you might be like, oh, people now she became um more recently she just had a big show at the Tate Britain. But before that, a lot of most of her work was destroyed um in France during the war and she like started like remaking a lot of it at the very end of her career and a lot of it like visually looks like Mondrian's work but they were kind of working on alongside each other. Like even like he copied her double lines. Like they had chosen a mm-hmm. moderate imitator at all. Her work is quite different as like, I've never really seen it physically. I've only like read about it and it, it sounds like it would be very different. <laughs> like as a on a material level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, So I was just also, yeah, going into kind of like this theme of like abstraction and and absence and history and, and, um, working with this, these kind of like, yeah, this negative spaces of these great paintings. And then I would make them with ceramic and then kind of like have these kind of like angular lines, if then it from like dipping them. And now the kind of like, they've become kind of like, if you could imagine like the... Grid of a negative space being kind of like messed up, Mm -hmm. like pushing it or something, and it becoming kind of jumbled paper. And that's sort of where these kind of star like shapes come from. And, um, but I guess I still see them as kind of like these like metonymic kind of like centers of something. Or like, and then I was kind of like imagining these paintings when I was making them as like not like being like the not being like a big heroic painter making big colorful paintings but more of them being kind of like being kind of like these like fragments of like 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 I uh, like off something I was slightly off about them the, of like older paintings or something that that kind of like for whatever reason didn't end up in the museum or something and kind of like a collection of those kind of that they would have, um, uh, like an earnestness in, in articulation of like almost like illustrative, like quality of like someone like really earnestly trying to like do something for the first time or like trying to be like, this is what I see. It's like this, um, from their imagination or something. So that was kind of, a feeling of it. I think there's also another element too, where they're kind of—I don't know—the they, they go in. They feel like they're interiors, but then they're also exteriors. Some of them, and that kind of something of like the literal and the imaginary in relationship to like these horizon lines is something that I keep coming back to in, like, the ceramics and the imagery. Like, there's, like, a sun in one of them, like, taking a bath, kind of, in the lake.
0: Wait, in which
1: background. one? In the... <laughs> in the show. In the background.
0: In and the, it's, like, in the pain- paintings or in the, ceram- not in the ceramics? In the, the painting, ceramics are yeah. All- yeah,
1: okay. yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, in the background, and I'm, like, working on this, um, just, like, a painting of that right now, of, like, the sun, kind of, like, instead of, like, going behind this water, it's kind of just, like going in a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so it's something that I don't know I I think um, there's kind of like this sense of the show that this crazy far-fetched narrative but also um, I think like yeah my cat died a year ago too so I think it's like oddly like some sort of like exploration kind of coming out of that too
0: You mentioned uh, those ceramic pieces as being kind of metonyms. Like, I'm kind of curious too about that—the sense that some of some of that imagery. Then, like, do you think it's a way of kind of like working through um, different ideas by another means, or something like that, or kind of like by you know whether it's um, whether it's in this kind of like animal this kind of like animal figures that it's like kind of way of reflecting on something else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like that, that kind of drive is kind of, um, in all the work I do that it's like, I make one thing to answer something else. And then I kind of get some new set of questions and then I can kind of pursue another, where they're kind of like these different trajectories, whether they're through, like, writing or ceramics or other kinds of, like, working with paper or drawing or other kinds of materials. And I work with the materials to kind of, like, have... Yeah, kind of, like, answer each other or, like... And then I guess in the context of, like, then all of a sudden being like, oh, my gosh, I have to have, like, a show... Um, then it's, then I kind of imagine like kind of like making some sort of like composition of like working with like twos or threes or way, really sets of relationships that might kind of like, um, come together and be its own like body with, um, these different parts that kind of like answer each other in different ways.
0: You also mentioned, and and that to me, that's something that's kind of like, that's actually, that is a through line in a really, and maybe in a really loose way though, between your work from like that I remember from, when we were at school through okay. now is this kind of like mm. underlying sort of like research or relationship to, to different sort of like mm. research materials and not that it comes out in a way that your, your artworks are like an expression of research, but I'm kind of curious about that, how that, how that has changed for you or how that sort of plays a part. Cause each of these works you talked about so far in our conversation right now, you know, have had some kind of connection to whether it's like historical, um, uh, image making in the case of this, um, this, uh, you know, the kind of negative space that the mm-hmm. ceramics have.
1: Yeah. But, um,
0: yeah. Can you talk I, about that a bit?
1: Yeah. I don't feel like, um, I think when I, in the context of Emily Carr, there were a lot of like research-based practices where I that was not kind fair, of really, to talk about being at school.
0: No, no, no. Anyways,
1: no. But. no, It's fine. Yeah, I I think that was um, something I, um, as I left school and worked my own, I like completely rejected and was for a long time in that I wanted. Um, not to have. It. I don't know if you can hear my dog <laughs> growling.
0: <laughs> I've rejected it too.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to have information, um, in in the context of my work. I wanted to have someone enter a space or enter, an encounter a painting or an object or a piece of writing, and. Um, be able to see it specific to that context without like a sense of like a historical narrative or trajectory or positioning in relationship to that. Um, but at the same time I am literature is like a big interest of mine and, um, art, I'm inspired by a lot of like past artists and, um, in particular, or I think about like um the lives of artists or the the social lives are um it's a certain degree, yeah, like histories like Marla Moss. it's become intriguing for me um to kind of think about um historical kind of like absences or the lives of when artists are always making art, not necessarily showing it and, or writing, but making art and those kinds of, um, narratives are, um, intriguing to me. Um, and I kind of explore them in my own way. Sometimes when I've like written about other artists, friends of mine, I've found myself kind of like also... Kind of trying to kind of contextualize or see an artist not just as like a sole person, but as like part of like a set of like relationships and context and community and lives and kind of like somehow creatively, experimentally kind of trying to jam that in a little bit in some other um, way. Um, but I, I guess these. Kind of um, in the same way as I make art I guess sometimes by kind of like thinking about um, I guess the word more would be like affinities there's this really great um, round table with where um, I think yeah it's, I think it's like Judith Butler Avital Renal and um, Elaine Zixu. Um and they're talking about um, affinities, and and there's this great line that um, Elaine writes, where she, where says where she's like, you know, I feel like you could have written my thing or I could have written your thing in some other way or like (laughs) that That this kind of like historical continuity isn't like what if we could imagine more like some other like generative creative way of thinking about authorship and I guess when I'm kind of like working off someone else's art I think of it less as like information that I can like build into the work but more as like kind of like affinities or like kind of like psychic collaborations or like some other ways to to kind of like open it, open up a conversation. That's not just about like my own ego and trajectory or something that like, sometimes I can like get, I can kind of like even kind of like brings up, yeah, more like a model of like channeling something than like the reference.
0: Um, that sounds to me too like it's a and I just 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 you know going over that in my own kind of like as I'm as we're talking, um, you know, it seems like that kind of conviction then of not of not just about being like a you know like a relay for information that you have you want to, um, kind of like sort of like maybe for it to have for this for the past or history to have some kind of expression in the artwork or have a connection to it but it to be changed in the media in the mediation and in the conveyance rather than just be about like creating at least the the impression of a of a like transparent
1: Mm-hmm. yeah kind of- i guess I, I think sometimes like of just like i think it's also like a fun way to kind of um like uh, radically imagine yourself like finishing someone else's body of work or something, you know? <laughs> <I> mean, so <laughs> and, and then be we're... having the freedom to kind of like then do someone else's, you know, as like some way that that's um, lighter than than as someone making art as a mode, yeah.
0: Is it a political stance, then? Is it a political kind of, like, impulse behind that, do you think? Or is it, you know? I think it's, just-
1: it's, it's a political impulse, but it's also, um, uh, it's. I feel like more, um, I'm interested in it also as, like, a creative project as a way to um, kind of, like challenge myself or like, um, kind of, um, kind of like pull apart aspects of my work of like, um, it kind of, yeah. I don't want to say throw a wrench or like pull, pull a rug underneath something. I think it would be more like, um, a function of more like cutting an apple and then you have the pure and the core and all this other stuff, but you're never quite in the end center of it, but you're not kind of like throwing everything away. It's all kind of like edible to different degrees. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Um, Does that answer your question?
0: Uh, Maybe, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's i mean we took it somewhere else which is good too yeah um so what have you we um it's funny because we're not only doing this long distance but you also said earlier on that you're you're not in your studio you're in uh, you're at your home yeah not that anybody <laughs> until now would know that. we could have pretended that we were in your studio
1: yeah
0: but what's 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 on the um What's on your agenda? What are you, are you working on new stuff already or are you kind of still processing this last kind of body of work or?
1: Um, I am doing some working on, uh, kind of like an installation plan for ceramics alongside some of my drawings and kind of like imagining, that will be in a show coming up, um, trying to figure out a new way of kind of like combining those things or how they work together as like a large scale ins- installation of things. Um, um,
0: when you start that, are you just show- like, let's say you're working on this last show. I mean, you could, you mm-hmm. could refer to that case cause that seems mm-hmm. like a, um, a good example but you know did you just show up then if you're presenting both ceramics and these paintings as well as the text do you just did you begin by like sitting down with some clay and working on that and then kind of like going well and now I'm going to do the paintings or like how does how do you I'm especially curious I guess because it's such a it's such a kind of like you're working across such a range of media then between between the text, the painting, and the ceramics that, it, and yet they all are connected with one another. What? How do you do that?
1: Um. Generally, when I go into the studio, I don't like to have too many intentions, and um, so sometimes I'll do that by like going not necessarily working at the same time of day, like arriving at like what happens if you just work on a certain kind of like just at four thirty in the morning or something like that. It's like you're <laughs> kind of in a totally different mind space or something. Yeah. So I will sometimes use ways of my life to like, I, I, I get pleasure out of, I guess, like not having a plan at the beginning and just kind of like just drawing and seeing what happens or, Um, allowing like an image to come of like an image of like, like I had this image of like animals looking into the floor with a hole in it and dice coming out of it as like some sort of randomizing machine. So then it was like, I was just thinking about this image all the time and then just was like, Oh, I should just paint it. Like I shouldn't like ask questions. (laughs) So I have like a, uh, I work on, I guess in my studio I have like a lot of different materials and I'll kind of have like, Or sometimes I work in this other ceramic studio too. And so I'll just kind of like start and sometimes I'll start with one thing and then to like distract myself from that thing, then I start another thing. And then I, that's how I end up with many different bodies. of work, <laughs> Cause there's always one thing that's kind of like distracting me that I'd rather do than the other thing that I'm supposed to be doing or something. That's nice. Um, or like I'll go in and I'll be like, I don't want to, I don't want to do any art. I'm just going to write. And then, so I try not to, at the beginning, I guess I try not to, to get too planned into like what connections or what body is kind of forming or what narrative um I'll try to kind of kind of just go with it just and then eventually I'll then sometimes I with the last show then I would sometimes read what I wrote and be like well why don't I just try painting that this line or something like that or drawing that or that becomes also as a way to kind of like um, add like another element of chance into like the thing, and then as it sort of like, um, and then I'll kind of like edit and and um, think about how I can kind of like. Um, work with kind of like different kinds of like parallels or parts together to like yeah have a kind of like i guess maybe like refine a set of relationships or something
0: something occurred to me just now too in thinking through that kind of question about um about politics or how like these relationships that you're thinking of in in these artworks kind of relate to to that, and is that um, politics to me are kind of like maybe like a radical politics is often about changing people, right, or about changing kind of the circumstances. But then a bunch of the and that and I think that that there is like a sense in which a bunch of the stuff that you've talked about is have is about. Um, changing right there's about like kind of like thinking of like an alternate kind of rea- whether it's like an alternate reality or kind of like another kind of uh, complete you know like imagining like a completely different set of relationships between a group of people like in this narrative of the of the people that have died in the plane and are reincarnated. Um, but there's also I think there's something about that in this work that when you st- when I asked you that question earlier, you actually kind of inverted it and talked about yourself. And I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. Is that like do you see? How do you see the the your artworks? Are they about like changing yourself too, or how does that? Because that's like, or that's I got I got that sense that they were like that. You're kind of like following the lead or in reacting to different aspects of your artwork and kind of like in this almost, yeah. I don't um, want to say therapeutic, but in this like process, <laughs> that's kind of like it's a responsive pr- process.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think that that's an interesting, like, like ex. others, I think there's two ways to, two ways I'll try to answer that. One is, um, to be, um, when you talked about being reactive in the studio, I guess it's kind of like, I mean, I have sometimes like maybe I would say it like, uh, it's like in the spirit of like experimentation, but also an interest in, in reflective of my politics in that. Um, I enjoy kind of like trying to for lack of what better word, like be really present with what I'm painting and be like, well, whatever it wants to be, I should just like be open to that and um, kind of like be present with, if it's a portrait, like just tr- try to kind of like, I try to not have an intention behind what I imagine it looking like at the end, but just to kind of associatively go with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes it looks like, a bad version of something else I've already seen or a bad, a a sense of humor of something I've seen or something that is, uh, so I, I, I don't necessarily have, I feel like I even, I'm, I find that, yeah, to be kind of like, uh, there's some element of like chance and experimentation and, um, free association that is of interest to me in the, in my work. Um, rather than, I guess like a stance of like wanting to develop a really specific visual vocabulary that's like instantly recognizable or something has, is something that, that I just can't seem to, um, find myself really fascinated by. Um, in terms of, of, uh I guess it's kind of maybe it's it's like a exploration of like as kind of like subjectivity, I guess, that's more fluid. Um this might be something that would come across. I guess I also in in that um, you've asked the question of politics. I guess I, I also see since My work, like working, um, writing and doing writing workshops and teaching is also kind of like part of, of informing, informed by my politics or that also informs my practice and so Mm -hmm. on. And, um, uh, and in, in that regard, um, I've like, curated other people's work sometimes into like a solo exhi- exhibition. I did at model before as kind of like ways to kind of like, um, ex- ex- sort of, um, experiment by having not a sense of like just my work of what that looks like or what it looks like in relation to all these other works or people that are around me or that I'm kind of enmeshed within. In, in like whatever kinds of creative relationships,
0: you have been listening to Post Studio Visit, a podcast produced through the Ore Gallery, Vancouver. As always, if you have any artists you'd like me to interview, please don't hesitate to hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jonah underscore Gray, that's G-R-A-Y, or at Orgallery. Gallery. I can also be reached at discursive at orgallery.org. Also, just a note that post-studio visit would not be possible without the support of the Canada Council, the Government of B.C., the City of Vancouver, the B.C. Arts Council, our members, donors, and volunteers. Thanks for tuning in.